Hi, Mama. Welcome to Ministry and Motherhood. This is your host, coach, and mentor, Lauren Apple. Here at Ministry and Motherhood, we want to see you step fully into your God-given ministry impact at home and in the marketplace. So let's get moving. Hey, hey, ladies. Happy day. I hope that you are doing well and that you are enjoying your summer. It is getting stinking hot here in South Carolina, like so stinking humid. You literally walk outside and you can barely breathe. Uh, I used to think that that was like a winter thing when the um, wind chill was so cold outside that you could like barely catch your breath when you went outside because it was so cold. It's like the exact same thing with the humidity here um, down south. So anyways, I hope you're doing well. I hope you're staying cool. I hope you're having an incredible summer as we are almost through July and that is unbelievable that we are that far along into the summer season already. But I wanted to jump in today and kind of share with you ladies something I've shared before and maybe you've heard me talk about it before, not here on the podcast, but maybe in my Facebook group or some of my live trainings, but it's something that, uh, man, lately I've been having a lot of ladies remind me, hey, I remember when you told me about this or when you talked about this and it has been so transformational. And I was like, you know what, Lauren, you have not shared that on your podcast yet. And so I, I wanted to share that with you because it is seriously so transformational. Not just because we're moms, not just because we want um, to lead ministries, not just because we're Christians. It is powerful because it is a process that walks you through accomplishing the things that God designed you and desires you to accomplish. And this holds you accountable and it helps you walk through that process and it helps you um, not only stay accountable, but be encouraged. It helps you to keep moving forward. It helps you to keep putting one foot in front of the other. And how we always say it over here in the ministry and motherhood community is just keep moving, right? And so this is going to help you just keep moving because too often in our world, we get to a place where we do things and we push through and we work hard and it seems like the results are not what we expected. And so then we get frozen in doubt, right? Then the enemy loves to speak lies over us and have us in this place of questioning and this place of fear and this place of frustration so much so that we stop moving. We stop progressing. We stop showing up. We stop doing this. Y'all, I've been through this process so many times in my life, and I actually felt like I went through this process just a couple months ago as I go through transition. It's something that the enemy loves to bring up over and over again and get us trapped and, and keep us from moving. And so if you implement these two powerful things into your everyday life, you will find it much more difficult to get frozen, much more difficult to stop moving, much more difficult to stop gaining traction on your goals and your dreams and your desires and the things that God is calling you to be obedient in. So here it is. The two most powerful things that you can do every day. Now, this first thing that you can do every day that I know um, God has called me to do specifically and so many ladies, and this is why I encourage the ladies that I I mentor and I walk alongside and, and pastor them as I encourage them to implement this as a part of their everyday morning, um, the beginning of every month, 
the beginning of every quarter, the beginning of every year, is to is this thing that we hear about a lot, okay, in the online business world. We hear about it a lot in our Christian world, and it's this idea of intentions, right? Set your intentions, okay? If you've heard it, let me know. You've heard this before, okay? I guarantee you've probably heard it, okay? We need to set our intentions. We need to be intentional. What are your intentions for the day? What are your intentions for the month? What are your intentions for the week? What are your intentions for the quarter? What are your intentions for the year? I know um, I kind of went out of order there. <laughs> My brain is all over the place. But anyway, so setting your intentions. We've heard that. And we hear it a lot in our world. And... Um, you can start off your day every day with setting your intentions and you hear people talk about that and it's completely right and that that is one of the number one things that you should be doing every day. Now I'm going to stop for a second because I, I promise that there's people here listening and they're like, I turned this on Lauren and it was titled the two most powerful things you can do every day and I was expecting you to talk about spending time with the Lord or reading your Bible. Now ladies, bear with me. I know that we are all Christians. We all love the Lord. We desire to be obedient with God and following God's plan and be in an intimate relationship with him. And so those things should already be habits of your life, okay? I know sometimes it's a struggle, but you already know those, okay? Those are obvious. Please do not come at me and say, there's more powerful things, okay? Yes, you should be praying. Yes, you should be worshiping. Yes, you should be spending time in your Bible. Yes, you should be hearing the voice of the Lord, okay? All of those things are incredible and awesome. And yes, you will not accomplish the things God has set you out to be if you are not surrendering your life to him and having a living, breathing, active relationship with our Savior every single day, right? And walking with the Holy Spirit. Yes, that is for sure. But these are two habits outside of that that we know as the obvious that are so powerful that as you're hearing from the Lord, you can then plug in the things that God tells you to do. You can be obedient and you can be accountable to that obedience, okay? And so going back, we're going to set our intentions every single day. And you've heard this, okay? You've heard about, you know, that's one of the things that you should be doing. And yes, it is. It's so powerful. And I've heard it so much. And there was a, a light bulb moment in my life where the Lord all of a sudden, I heard yet another person talk about setting your intentions. And I was like, God just reminded me, yes, that's powerful to set your intentions, but it is not enough. Can I get a hand raise from any ladies out there that the many times that you have set your intentions and it wasn't enough, okay? You set out with your goals and your desires and the things that you were actually going to do and and what you had planned to accomplish and the goals and the dreams that God had put on your heart, and yet they didn't always happen, right? Or you did okay, or you started moving in that direction and something came and hindered it, or a struggle showed up, or um, some kind of trauma happened in your life, or some kind of season that that brought you away from following that, right? Uh, Your kids went through something, whatever it looks like. Something threw up in the mix, right? Okay, that didn't sound great. Something got thrown into the mix and you didn't accomplish your intentions. Yes, I had great intentions. Yes, they were so powerful. Yes, I believed I could accomplish those things and I set out with those intentions. Now, if you're listening today and you're like, what does it really mean to set out with your intentions? Well, you know, it's basically writing down what you desire to do, right? Having the intentions today on this Monday, I am going to get these three things done. Now we could have a to-do list, 
okay? And all my to-do list lovers, that is amazing, and I completely agree. There is something so cool about having a to-do list and checking off things. I get it. I've been there. I am there many days. But having an ongoing to-do list of never-ending things will only take you so far, right? But having the intentions of the three most important things that you desire to do, okay? I like to use the number three. You've heard me say it before. It's an easy number to stretch yourself, but also not to get yourself too overwhelmed. Because if we give ourselves six things, man, we're going to be like, oh, I made it through three and now I'm feeling really discouraged. And the next day I'm not even going to want to do three, right? Because I'm feeling so discouraged. So I would challenge you to do three. But it's deciding those three most important things that you want to do this day, this week, this month, that you want to accomplish this year, okay? And setting those intentions. Now, I challenge you to do this every single day. I'm not talking about your your weekly goals or your quarterly goals or your monthly goals or your yearly goals. All those things are great and kind of put it in perspective. But when we look at our day-to-day, so often we can have those long-term goals in front of us but they get lost in our day-to-day because we say, oh, well, we have this long to accomplish it or we have this long to see it happen. And we don't keep ourselves focused and centered of moving forward every single day. And ladies, there is something so transformational about taking daily action towards the things that God has called you to. And so setting your intentions every single day with the things that you wanna do. Three things that you're working on, three disciplines that you're working on or changes or transformations that God has called you to be obedient in. I'm sure if you're listening right now, there is probably something popping into your head. God has told me to be obedient in this and I keep saying I'm going to do it, but it keeps getting pushed off by all these other things, right? Other things keep becoming more urgent than it in my time or my schedule and so it never gets done okay and again I'm not talking about those daily relational things with God I'm not talking about reading your Bible I'm not talking about um, spending time praying I'm not talking about worshiping I am talking about obedient things that God is calling you to do this next day or this day if you said it in the morning And what are those things that are going to be the most transformational or powerful in your life? Okay, these are the powerful things at this current time that you need to get done. The hard things that God has called you to. The hard things and the hard things, right? Those things that you know that God has told you to do in order to become the leader, the mother, have the ministry impact that God is calling you to have setting your intentions to do those things and looking at it and saying, okay, this is my intentions today to do this or tomorrow to do this. These are the three things that I'm going to do and writing those things down, not just setting our intentions. Okay. Not just putting it in your mind. We all know that even your goals, you have a 40% higher chance of accomplishing your goals if you write them down than if you just have them in your mind right? And in your thoughts. And so it's the same with your intentions, writing down those intentions, having them in front of you, whether it's in a planner or a reminder on your phone with an alarm that goes off, okay? Or a sticky note on the wall in your office, whatever that looks like. Having those three intentions written down that you want to accomplish that are going to help you have that ministry impact, have that leadership, have that obedience to the hard things that God is calling you to. So setting those intentions. And we hear that talk over and over and over again in the world. Yes, you got to set these intentions. And intentions are incredible. Intentions are 
powerful, but they only take you so far, right? When I was um, getting married, they, people always told me, especially in the church world, in the Christian world, marry someone with good intentions, right? Marry someone with good intentions, which is great. Yes, my husband has great intentions and I have great intentions, but you know what? I still hurt my husband sometimes. I still do things that are terrible and hurtful and painful to my husband because my intentions are not enough. My intentions don't dictate my actions. They're not an all or nothing thing, right? They're not enough. And so even if someone has good intentions, which it's great to know that someone has good intentions, it's great marriage advice in your in your marriage to know that, hey, you have to trust your husband's intentions. Even if he hurt you, he probably didn't intend to hurt you. And so trusting that. But, but recognizing that intentions is not enough. So if you stop there every day at just setting your intentions, you are not going to see yourself move forward every day. You're going to fight a bigger battle in your brain. You're going to fight a bigger battle with your motivation and your determination and your willpower. You're going to fight a bigger battle with continuing to recognize the obedient action that God is calling you to if you stop there. And so it's not enough. We need to be doing more than just settling on setting our intentions, okay? So next time you hear somebody talk about intentions, yes, bravo, that's awesome. But remember, there is a powerful caveat. Caveat? You guys, I'm terrible. There is a powerful connection with another thing that should go along with your intentions. And here's what it is. Are you ready? Drum roll, because intentions are not enough. The other thing that you need to do in order to completely accomplish the things, to keep moving forward, to take daily action towards the things that God has called you to do every single day is ending your day with inspections. Okay, now I like the word inspection because intention and inspections both start with I. But you could also look at it as evaluation, right? Okay, inspecting what you did. So you have your intentions and your inspections. And those are the two things that you should be doing every single day. You should end your day where you say, okay, I have these three things that I set out and I intended to do today. And I am going to quiet myself. I'm going to get away from distractions. I'm not going to lay on my pillow. So I'm falling asleep, right? But then I am going to inspect how I did. Now, when I was pastoring on staff in a church, that was something that was so powerful that we began to implement as a staff was not just looking at our goals or, or, or the things that we wanted to accomplish or our task list or even our, you know, six things in six weeks or whatever it was, all these different, you know, tools that we used in order to accomplish things and, and to go after the roles that God has called us to steward. But it was talking about looking at your inspection or looking at yourself and evaluating it, right? Evaluating how you're doing on a consistent, regular basis. And it wasn't until I started to do this every single day in my life that I began to see dramatic difference happen in my life because I could then look back at how I was doing and I could tweak and I could refine and I could give myself a better opportunity the next day to accomplish the things that I intended to accomplish. Does that make sense? Here's the deal. My ladies hear me say all the time, and if you're one of my my mentoring and pastoring clients here, you hear me say it. We are in 
process of refinement, right? We're in a process. God is so gracious that he takes us through processes, right? He doesn't just jerk us from place to place or or throw things at us, but no, he always has a process in mind. And a lot of times it isn't even the end result that God is taking us to. That end result that we have in our mind is actually bringing us through a process. And it's in that process that, that God does something so powerful and transformational in our life. And so if we're looking at our lives, our everyday actions as a process of refinement, we have to recognize that we always have room to grow, right? We always have new things to learn. We always have things that we can tweak or we can make better. We always have areas to develop, okay? I am in this exact same process as you are. And even though I have learned stuff that God has walked me through this journey, Every single day is still a continuation of refinement and development and growth and continuing to be better and continuing to push myself and continuing to challenge myself and continuing to have realization, self-realization of the areas that become stumbling blocks for me, right? Or the areas that become um, lies that hold me back from truly stepping out in obedience to all that God's calling me to. And the power of intentions, or inspections I mean, the power of evaluation is so powerful because it's helping you proactively walk through that process of growth and development and refinement and allowing God to speak. And so when I'm saying at the end of your day, you start out your day with it, with intentions and writing down those three things that you intend to do. These are not three things that you do every single day because you have to that are already habits. These are three hard things that God is calling you to be obedient in right now in this season of your life in order to accomplish the things that God is calling you to do. Right? You write down those things. And then at the end of the night, you rid yourself of distractions. You get yourself in a place where, where not only you can think and be quiet, but where you can hear from the Holy Spirit. And that's what that this is such an uh, extension of prayer, right? This is an extension of your relationship with God. It's saying, God, you set out with these intentions. You gave me these intentions. You told me to do these things, to be obedient in these things, to make these hard things happen in my life. And maybe I didn't do so great in it. So right now I'm going to look back and I'm going to say, hey, did I accomplish those three things? Awesome if I did. Okay, maybe I accomplished two out of the three. Awesome. But where is it in this day, this whole process of my day, that helped me either accomplish those things or held me back from accomplishing them the way that I should have? How can I get better? How can I grow? How can I develop in this area? Is there something simple that maybe I need to set aside? Did I get distracted watching TV? Do I need to just let go of TV until these these three things are done? Did I get distracted preparing a meal that I spent an hour preparing a lunch because I didn't have a plan and I got sidetracked and doing all these other things instead of having a plan and a preparation and already knowing what I was going to do for lunch so it could go really quickly? Did I get distracted because I didn't get enough sleep and I was tired and it was hard for me to focus? Okay, looking through these things, allowing the Holy Spirit to speak to you. Y'all, God is so good that he has given us a gift that is greater than Jesus walking here on earth. The gift of the Holy Spirit to walk with us every single day. And can I just tell you the power of the Holy Spirit 
is so unbelievably incredible that we can hear the voice of God at every single moment of our day. We can get direction from the Lord. We can get refinement from the Lord. We can get tweaking from the Lord, okay? And so, okay, that didn't sound right. But anyways, so as we walk through this, we allow the Lord to walk us through that process to reveal things that maybe have been deep in our lives that we need to fix, to reveal things that have become a distraction or an idol um, in our lives because we, we go to them right away. Man, that was TV for me for a very long time. And I it is almost shameful, not shameful, but embarrassing for me to tell you when the Lord told me to give up TV, and it wasn't for indefinite, right? Just to give up TV for this season that he had called me to, that was really hard for me to actually do and to admit and to, and to say I'm going to follow through with it. Like I wanted to tell myself, well, I can give it up for a week, right? I wanted to give myself a deadline, but the Lord was like, no, Lauren, you have gotten too accustomed to just dazing out on TV to escape everything that's going on in your mind and to avoid doing the hard things that God has called you to do. You need to give it up. You need to give it up. And this wasn't just a fast. Give it up, Lauren. And it was so hard for me to do, but it was in this, this opportunity and this process of refinement that God revealed that to me. And I recognized how much power that had over me, how much distraction that had in my life, how much it was holding me back from the things that God had for me and in front of me. And so when we have this habit of evaluation, this habit of inspection in our life, we allow God to reveal things to us that normally we don't set aside time to process through. We don't set aside time to hear or to walk through, okay? Sometimes it's something just as simple as, hey, don't go to bed with your phone next to you. Put it in another room because you'll hit snooze or you'll end up on social media for an hour and a half after going to bed instead of getting the good sleep you needed in order to accomplish the things the next day that God has called you to accomplish, right? Sometimes it's as simple as, hey, don't buy that food. It's not good for you and it's a distraction and you end up eating it mindlessly or whatever it is. Or it's something that could just be convicting of, hey, the reason that you don't have anything to share in your small group or with your ministry or the people that are following you is because you're not spending daily time in my word. And God wants to reveal that to you. Whatever that looks like, I don't know. Whatever it is that's holding you back from accomplishing the things God has called you to accomplish because I believe if you're listening to this right now, you have a powerful calling that is beyond the four walls of your home. Yes, your ministry as a wife and a mom is the most important and imperative and foundational ministry, but God has called you to something outside of the four walls of your home as well. And he's called you to impact your community or a ministry that you're in or a business that you have that has a kingdom impact or whatever it looks like. Uh, uh, an influence on people around you that are going to be discipled by your own life and you living that life out loud and you living that life obediently to Christ. When you do that, then God can call you to really powerful things that he desires for you. And so I want to challenge you, look at your life and start to set aside time 
to have your intentions every single morning, and probably the majority of you listening already do that. You write down the things that that you know God is calling you to, but you've gone through this cycle over and over and over again that you're not actually accomplishing them. And I want to challenge you that, that the big part of that is because you're not evaluating and inspecting at the end of the day why you're not accomplishing them. Or if you are accomplishing them, you're not evaluating how can I get better at this? How can I glorify God more in this, right? How can I set out to do these things um, in a way that, that it's more consistent or um, gives me more clarity or, or something that makes it less painful in order for me to walk through this challenge, okay? How can I be more efficient or productive? Is there something that I can do in order to accomplish it that way? Because, man, can I just tell you that our Lord, and man, you guys hear me go on and on, but it surprises me all the time, and it shouldn't because it's not a surprise. But he leaves me in awe so much because his mind is so incredibly creative. And too often we feel stuck in our limited knowledge and experience and perspective and what makes logical sense to us. But God has a way of working things out that never seemed like they would coordinate, that never seemed like they would align, that never seemed like they would get from one place to the next. And he always has such a powerfully creative and beautiful journey and and transformation that brings you through to uh, the the goals and the dreams and the desires that, that he's called you to. And if we don't allow him to walk us through this process of trusting him and being obedient to him and growing more and doing better and and allowing ourselves to continue to lead and up our personal development and up our personal growth, then we miss out on so much and we stay stuck in our tracks and we stay overwhelmed and we let fear hold us back from all that God has for us. And can I just tell you that I am on a mission to help as many Christian moms get themselves out of that box and out of that trap of being frozen and stuck and feeling like, man, I'm just in a season of motherhood, even though I know God has called me to this impact outside of my home as well. There's nothing wrong with that, ladies. There's no guilt that should be in that. God created you that way. And in fact, you cannot be the mom that God has called you to if you're not being obedient to the things that God has called you to be obedient in. And so I want to challenge you that that I'm on a mission to help as many women get God out of that box, to have more clarity and confidence on where God is calling them to, but also to up-level their personal growth and development in such a way that, man, they're busting through the dreams and the visions and the calling that God has for them because they are desperate for more. They are desperate to learn more. They're desperate to grow. They're desperate to to get past where they are so that they can have an even greater impact on the kingdom. And that's my mission. And that's my desire as a pastor and a mentor is to walk you ladies through that. And so if that is a place that you're at and you're like, man, I just don't feel like I can do this on my own. And a lot of times we can't. God called us to live life alongside other people. I want to challenge you to join our Facebook community, Ministry and Motherhood. You can find it just on Facebook by searching Ministry and Motherhood and join that Facebook community. But also, if you're in a place that you're ready to link arms with other ladies, to have the support of a mentor and a pastor that's going to encourage you and challenge you and give you practical steps to grow in your personal leadership in your home and outside your home, 
then reach out to me. Shoot me a message. Go to laurenapple.org. Check out our program. But I have a six-month group um, program that we are doing, a mentorship program that is going to up-level your leadership. It's going to up-level your systems and your processes and your habits at home and outside your home. And it's going to allow you to really bust through that ceiling of where you feel like you're at right now that you just can't get past with your dreams and your visions and the the calling that God has called you to do. And so we're going to do that. We're going to have practical steps. We're going to learn new habits. We're going to grow. We're going to read some books together that will be provided for you. But I would love to have you partner alongside me and other ladies in this group as you hold each other accountable and challenge each other and go all in and pray with each other and love on each other. So go there, check it out, fill out that form if you're interested. Shoot me a DM on Facebook or an email at lauren at laurenapple.org. But what this is going to do for you is it's going to take the next six months to really establish some deep-rooted disciplines and habits and personal development things that you can do in your life in order to continue to grow, in order to continue to reach the leadership that God has called you to reach at every single level. I was reading a book today that talked about how, you know, people in the corporate world continue to promote in their careers and in their jobs until they get to a place where they don't feel competent any longer. And then they just stay there for the rest of their life and they skirt away. Can I just tell you that's not what God has for you? God wants you to continue to grow and refine and develop. There is no limit, no cap, no ceiling to the things of the Lord and the impact he wants to have through you and the things he wants to show you and the things he wants to teach you and the people he wants you to lead and walk alongside and leave a legacy with. There's no ceiling. And God wants you to continue to go after it. And the enemy is so crafty that he leaves us stuck and frozen and making excuses and feeling not good enough. But when you establish community, when you establish confidence and clarity in your calling, when you establish habits and disciplines and systems in order to continue to grow in those ways, you are going to see yourself setting out on a journey of knowing exactly how to continue to develop yourself as a leader. And making such a powerful leadership impact in your home and outside your home. And so that is what we do in Ministry of Motherhood. That's what we do in my signature coaching program. And I would love to have you be a part of that. Reach out. Check it out. I love you guys. But I want to challenge you the next seven days. Set up this intentions and inspections every single day. Three things. Write it down. Try it out for seven days. And then come and send me an email or a message on Facebook or a message on Instagram and let me know how it went for you. I want to hear all about it because it is truly going to be so powerful. Praying for you, loving on you. You guys are incredible. God is up to something so awesome. And I can't wait uh, to just walk alongside each of you as you journey in this, this path, okay? This development of what God has for you. Love you, ladies. Thanks for listening to Ministry and Motherhood. We're praying that today was an encouragement to you. But more than that, inspiration to just start taking action. Want to learn more? Join our Facebook group called Ministry and Motherhood or check us out online at laurenapple.org.